nice spicy LaCroix. <laughs> Sislin. Eric, is your plan to just hold your LaCroix up to the microphone <laughs> for this entire podcast? No, it is not. But I was legitimately worried when I realized I just opened a LaCroix before the recording. I'm like, LaCroix is the loudest beverages on the fucking LaCroix planet. is the loudest beverage? Yeah, they just sit there and they go... You know, you sit there and you open it and it sounds like there's like a million little ants wearing tap dancing shoes running across a metal surface. Is that what it sounds like? That's what it sounds like. That's exactly. Would the ants wear tap dancing shoes like on all of their legs or just like the front ones or the back ones? I'd imagine all their legs, you know? Yeah. I would picture all their legs, you know? Like the spider and Harry Potter. Yeah, I was thinking it might be like good because then they could just like, they could stand on their back legs and then do like little kick lines oh yeah so i guess it depends on how much we're anthropomorphizing these these yeah. ants oh, did i stand upright i don't know could you would you would you eat them on a with a fox would you eat them in a box hi everybody it's me katiosaurus <laughs> it's hi hello it's me thank you and welcome that back to Infinite in, Quest. I'm not doing it with you on Prince. That was, that that was, was the worst that one. That was the worst one. That was the worst one. Refuse. Whatever. Welcome back to Infinite Quest. Eric, pop quiz. Yes. How long did we just bullshit about ants? Uh, three minutes. Nope. <laughs> pop quiz, Katie. How long? Uh, I think four minutes. No, it was a minute and 30 seconds. Oh, uh, that was way Secondary off. pop quiz, Eric. Yes. How long ago did the Lord of the Rings movies come out? Like, what is 18 it? 18 years? What does it feel like? Oh, what does it feel like? I Yesterday? I don't know. They, they feel... They feel infinitely relevant. Like, they don't feel like they came out a long time ago or at late. It feels like they've always existed. <laughs> I know you're probably leading into talking about time blindness. That makes sense. But, what, 2002? 2002 was the first Harry Potter, not first, first Lord of the Rings movie? It was 2001. 2001? Pretty okay. close. Okay. Uh, third, third question. And viewers at home, you can do this too. I'm going to say go. I'm going to burp. <laughs> this is a really great opening. This is the this best is podcast great. we've this ever really done. This is really good. Okay. I'm going to say go. Uh-huh. And then you are going to tell me when 15 seconds has elapsed. Okay. okay. Just tell me stop. Okay, I'm viewers, gonna, you can play along at can home. Can I count in my head, or do I just like? I mean, if you want, use whatever strategy you feel like. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Go. So, just let me know when you feel like it's been fifteen seconds. Got way harder when you started talking. <laughs> uh, now. No. What was it? It's like sixteen point eight. Okay. So not that not actually tracks bad. with some of the studies I was just reading. Yeah. Well, because today, Eric, we're going to talk about time, perception, and ADHD. Yes. Which, by the way, uh, I just want to let everybody know before we begin, uh, time blindness is not a scientific term. Time blindness is a phrase and a term that has sort of been like coined by the community in order to. Um, like more specifically talk about yeah. like time but the actual scientific thing if you're googling which i literally had to find out so i could research this episode is time perception that is correct yeah time blindness is like if you search time blindness studies whatever you're yeah. not going to find it. it's going to yeah. be attitude magazine it's yeah. going to be podcasts it's all like colloquial stuff exactly yeah but time perception is what they've actually studied and they've done 
a fair, like a weird amount of, like I was surprised about how much time blindness and ADHD has been studied, but I found out a lot of really interesting things. Can I tell you about them? Yeah, now? please. Okay. Did you know, Eric, that mm-hmm. one time there was a study done where they took a bunch of kids who had like learning difficulties, like dyslexia, dyscalculia, and that kind of thing. And they compared them to kids with, with ADHD who also had like learning difficulties. And what they found out, Eric, was that they could literally pick out the kids who just had learning difficulties versus the kids who had ADHD purely by putting them in front of a stopwatch and telling them to like tell them when like 30 seconds was up. Wow, really? They were literally like they were literally able to diagnostically, like with like great accuracy, say, okay, that kid is just dealing with learning disability. That kid has ADHD. Right. Which is not to say that like if you struggle with time perception, that yeah, doesn't immediately he, mean you have ADHD. No. But in this context, since but they knew the, half yeah, the kids had, already, had ADHD. Yeah, they had already like controlled for that. Right. But I think that is very interesting. Yeah, that is. Is that it is so and we see that over and over and over again in like all of the different time perception studies is because most of the time they're testing them against like neurotypical kids and across the board it's like always a thing yeah it's never not a thing yeah i was reading about studies in china it was exactly the same same results it's not like cultural stuff aside it's just we suck with time (laughs) what what i thought was actually really interesting also is a study i was reading um children with adhd did about as well i mean as as children without ADHD. Also, I want to point out that the majorities of studies that I found were, were about bad children, which is yeah. a very common thing when you're looking up ADHD studies just yeah. in general. It's always just kids, which, whatever. We're, we're still researching. It's fine. <laughs> um, but anyways, just that's worth noting. Um, but I thought it was interesting that we were, you know, about as well, you know, reasonably until after 12 seconds. Then the discrepancy started to be much more, which mixed with that, like, sciencey science data... I'm going to mix that with, like, anecdotal, in-my-own-brain type stuff. But I always figured, when it comes to ADHD, things... My my brain seems to average around, like, a 10-second loop. Sometimes a little shorter, a little longer. But, like, if something new happens, which is, like, the whole thing with ADHD, is we just, like, new stuff happening, new stimulus, new ideas, new thoughts, new sounds and stuff. Um, unless we really don't. But, <laughs> but a lot of the time, that's the case. Um... Well, how long does something remain new for? And for me, I've noticed it's about 10 seconds. Like, if something happens, like, my brain gets about 10 seconds of, like, oh, new stuff, and then I get bored with it after, yeah. you know, 10, 12, something like that seconds. And interestingly enough, that's when our time blindness starts to occur. So it's like, we can force ourselves, you know, if you ask a bunch of children, you know, like, how long, you know, the study, when some of the studies I was reading was, they would illuminate a light for uh, 3, 6, 8, 10, 12 24, 24 yeah, yeah and, and then, then 60 something yeah um seconds we read the same study i think i imagine we did <laughs> um and they would have to hold down like a button after you know the light would go on and would go off that they would have to hold down a button for the same amount of time that the light was on i would fail that i would fail that i, I know that, that. So hard. I, I know oh I my gosh and i mean so for me like if i were in that study room like i can white knuckle paying attention to something for three seconds like i can do that i can go like <laughs> i can in my head go one two, three, three seconds. There you go. Perfect. But like, even in the 15 second one that you did in the very beginning, after about seven, like when I was counting, I like my, I started like speeding up my counting and then I started talking. Like I just got bored. Like I couldn't, it wasn't a fun new exercise anymore. It was like old news. And my brain was like, what, what, what's next? What's next? So I think it's really interesting that our time perception starts to deviate 
um, from what's considered normal at, at around 10 or at around 12 seconds. Well, it's really interesting too because I did a, I did kind of a deep dive on this and um, because I also got bored. Um, and so I found out that in the late 90s, like early 2000s, there was this really weird idea going around um, that this, that, oh, what was it? That like basically there was this hypothesis that ADHD stemmed from the fact that like ADHD people perceive that time is going by very quickly. And so like the hyperactivity and impulsivity impulsivity comes from that feeling of like time is, is fleeting. And so I have to do this thing right now in that, in the moment in order to like, make that moment worthwhile now that's since kind of been disproven and they've sort of like been like that's not that's more of like a psychology thing you know it's not actually like an adhd makeup thing but i think it's a really interesting place to start because to talk about time eric we also have to talk about emotions oh my god that pause was so long i did i (laughs) I got bored in the middle of that pause i did that on purpose I did that on purpose. I made That's the why, pause too long. But that was why it was fun having Barack Obama to be president. Because, like, he'd be giving a speech and I'd be listening. I'd be like, oh, my God, that was the longest pause. Like, just keep talking. Jesus Christ. You did not need to pause for effect for that long. Uh, Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, no, it was I, okay. I so there's, well, there's this really interesting um, uh, study that also came out where they talked, where they looked at ADHD people working with time, but whether or not they were interested, like whether or not they were like paying attention. And what they did is like, they made it like, like an emotional stimuli, right? Hmm. So you're like having a conversation or in an argument or like watching something compelling or whatever it might be. And so basically what they, what they figured out was that if the ADHD person was engaged, if the ADHD person was like paying attention, they could usually hit right around the same like stimuli or uh same estimate as just like a like a person without adhd Mm -hmm. which is really interesting because so then it's like okay so then we're also talking about like focus and emotion and that kind of thing but then other studies indicate that across the board people with adhd tend to both overestimate the amount of time that has gone by but then underestimate how long something is going to take. Hmm. And it's always the combination of those two things. That's interesting. So like our our speculation about how long something will take is short. So if it's like hypothetical time, we tend to underestimate. But if it's actual time that is passing right now, we tend to overestimate. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Huh. Well, it also makes me think about how stimulation is so connected to... um, the way the ADHD brain brain optimates, uh, operates. I mean, it's of course connected to the way that anybody's brain operates, but um, since people with ADHD just generally require a little more stimulus to get our brain to go, oh, okay, something's happening right now. We're doing it. Um, it just caused me to think about uh, my time as a cook because I would very often have to estimate periods of 6, 10, 12, 15 seconds. Yeah. And I did pretty well. Um but it was only in really high octane 
circumstances. Like during service, when you're moving as fast as you can and things are happening and, and orders are being called and all that stuff is happening. In those periods, I could estimate time very well. I would rarely burn things. I would rarely undercook. Like I could estimate pretty well. But during prep time, before service, when everything is very slow and organized and, well, you're still in a mad rush, but like it's, it's very, it's, it's not as hectic. I would burn things all the time. I had a terrible time, you know, accurately estimating, okay, I'm going to give it 10 more seconds. And all of a sudden it's like, oh gosh, smoke alarm. If I didn't forget, I would just still, I would still, uh, 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 overestimate the amount of time or I guess underestimate. I don't know. Anyways, I do think it's interesting that when we are more stimulated, a lot of the discrepancies that come up in studies about various different ADHD things start to go away. Like um, our default mode network shutting or, you know, shutting the hell up. So our task positive network can come up like all those things are when an ADHD person is going through what a neurotypical person might be con consider a normal amount of stimulus for us. It's just too little. But when it's enough, we go back to baseline. That was uh, a big rambly something or other. I, I just wanted to see where you were going with it. I've, my ADHD is just not doing it for it's, me today. They're not working today. I don't know why. It's really frustrating. It's, I know. It's okay. Yeah. What are you, you going to do? Okay. Well, you should tell the driveway story. Oh, yeah. That just happened. Yeah. Um. Well, that, no, that was like a week ago now. Oh. <laughs> Funny, wasn't it? No, it was like three days ago, Was dog. it? Oh, jeez. Uh -huh. Wow. 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 Um, but yeah. Now so was, I'm not sure. Yeah, right? I genuinely don't know. Been... I think it was Sunday. I don't know. Maybe. But I was driving oh, home. I guess it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday, yeah, right. Um, I was driving home, and I was driving down, like, my street that I drive down every day. And for some reason today, you were in the car. Um, I just went, oh, shit, I passed my driveway. Like, I passed my house. And I totally hadn't. I was, like, halfway there, like, down the road. It's not a long way. It's, like, 500 feet, maybe. Um but I was looking at familiar scenery, like, you know, the mailboxes, one of them's a swan, like all that stuff. I was looking at familiar scenery. I was doing something extremely familiar that I do every single day. But in my head, I was like, I have been driving on this road for way too long. I must have passed it. And I had not even come close to it yet. But it was so strange. It was, ju it was just based on time, which is, it, it started sort of scaring me into thinking like, how many other assumptions do I make that are based on completely uh, a, a complete misunderstanding of, of of the passing of time how many other are there any deep convictions of mine that i hold about work ethics and stuff like that that are actually stupid because i was wrong about the estimation of time that the entire assumption is built off of it's a really weird thing to think that was a lot what do you mean <laughs> oh no i mean i guess like now i'm i'm i mean I have a really weird connection with time because like I'm aware, like I'm, I'm always like very like words are really hard today. Um, I'm very like aware of time. Like I'm, I'm very aware of like the stressful nature of time because like for me and like our life right now and with like everything that's, that's happened, like we're so lucky to be like busy but we're like busy, busy to where like, you know, if somebody is running 10 minutes late for a Zoom meeting, it can like fuck up our entire schedule for the entire day. And so there are like these moments where I'm just like, like deeply and acutely and stressfully aware of like the difference between five minutes and 10 minutes, you know, mm. because like five minutes and 10 minutes is like whether or not I get to eat, you know, some, on some days. Yeah. But then 
in other ways, like, I can't tell you the year that anything happened. I have no yeah. idea. Like, unless something major, major happened, like, you know, I can tell you September 11th because it's just, like, the date, you know? And I remember, like, very specifically, like, okay, I remember September 11th, so I remember that I was in eighth grade and I remember, like, my September 11th story, you know? But, like, I don't know, like, what year was I in sixth grade? Like, what year was I in high yeah. school? Like, what year did I graduate college? I don't know. Because the the way that I have always tracked time, the way that I have always sort of visualized time is, like, what I was doing in that moment. So if you ask me, like, what was your favorite show in college? What was your favorite movie? What was, like, your weird job that you did during college? I can tell you, oh, well, when I was a freshman in college, like, I was interning at the state's attorney's office. When I was a sophomore in college, I had already gotten a job as a technical director. Like, when I was a junior, I went to study abroad. So it's like, I have those, like, specific delineated memories, but, like, they're not connected to time. Mm. And I like and I know that frustrates a lot of people and I'm just like, but that's how I see it. Yeah, I have to I have to try to like I have to like literally sometimes I'll like mind palace my way into it. I'll like explore my surroundings. I'm like, (laughs) okay, when I was working at like Nico's, I can picture like, okay, that's uh, that's who it was. And then I would like look up at the TV and it's like, oh, they were talking about the election. But 2016. All right. So that must have been 2016, you know. Yeah. I have to do that every time. I cannot just like, yeah. Like in eighth grade, I have no idea what year. I would have to like, it would it would take a while for me to sit here and reverse engineer what year it was when I when I was in eighth grade. Well, which and, is really frustrating. And sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, I think what is interesting out of that though is the fact, like, exactly what you just said. Like, my deeply held beliefs about like work are deeply unhealthy. Because I can't track time. Right. I just work until the work is done. But if I have 15 hours of work to do, because I in my head I just go, oh, it's work. It needs to get done. Like, I will do the 15 hours of work and I will go to bed at, you know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning and wake up and do it again. Because I don't know how time works. So I just, I, like, I don't delineate by hours most of the time i do if i have meetings you know like okay i'm gonna have this interview at three and this interview at four but for the most part like i just view it as like the work day but the work day is just the day so i'm working if it's the day but i'm bad at time so like day kind of like (laughs) yeah turns to night and i'm still working because well the work isn't done because that's what the work day is it's just work yeah it's very healthy (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what you mean i I always had to 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 measure time in tasks is is generally how which is kind of weird for me now because i've been in kitchens for the last 10 years and now i'm not and so my time loss is especially weird now um but back when i was cooking i could measure time in tasks so i know like all right i need to turn that pizza and the amount of time it takes me to stretch another one and oil the crust so that'll oil the crust and i'll turn around and then that will be that's like my time interval you know um but now i don't have any of those like those common references so i'll just be like you know, I know I stream for an hour, like that's a unit of time, but that's like a really long unit of time. You know, that's not like a functional one. So like now while I'm working, I'll just like look when I look at the clock, I have no fucking idea what time yeah. it's going to be. I don't either. Like zero I never. Clue. I'm always like surprised and usually mad. Yeah. 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 Because it always seems like it's getting away from me, which is, yeah. which is frustrating. I also, since I have you here, dear listener, I wanted to ask uh, an interesting question. 
<laughs> so suppose somebody says to you, let's say tomorrow. Well, all right. Let's say Do tomorrow. I get to participate or yeah, is this yes, just you get for the hypothetical? You get to participate as well. Okay. Is this um, going to make me feel sad feelings? No, it is not. Because I have therapy tomorrow. I'm not ready for that. No, it's not going to make you feel sad feelings. Okay. Um, so let's say you have a meeting tomorrow at 10 a.m. Okay. And you get an email that says, oh, hey, the meeting has been pushed forward an hour. What time is the meeting? Wait, don't answer yet. Dear listener, what time is the meeting? Say it out loud in your car or to the dishes or whatever it is that you're doing. Pip, how's your walk going? Pip has a walk going. <laughs> Kate, what time is the meeting? 11. I would say, yeah, I would say 11 as well. Is I, I, I would bet about 50% of the people listening to this say 9 o'clock. But if the meeting got pushed back. Right. Then it would go later. It would go later. Well, the idea is that there are two fundamental ways of understanding the passing of time. Okay. There's um, uh, basically, there are cool names for them. I should have looked them up before we started the podcast. But it's, um, oh, it's fixed self uh, mindset. And then there's another one. But basically, do you consider time to be static and you're moving through it? Or do you consider yourself to be static and time is moving through you? Because if you, if you believe time is like a static and, and you are moving through time, if something got pushed forward, it would be pushed away from you. Does that make sense? Wait, say it again. Like if, if, if you were running to me, right. let's say we're in a field and you're okay. running at me. Is it slow motion? And it's slow motion. It's are cool. Chariots fire. Is there a horse? It's beautiful. There's are a there horse. Doves? Yes. <laughs> Am I wearing like a weird, like a weird white outfit <laughs> yes. to sell tampons? That's, that's correct. Okay. Yes. So okay. it's, there's a bunch of tiny text on the screen talking about side effects and shit. Yeah. Of um, tampons. <laughs> not of tampon. I was just thinking like a clinical oh, commercial. Yeah. Okay. You know. Okay. <laughs> there's two bathtubs and we can almost hold hands. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Why are there two bathtubs? <laughs> Who has that? That's not a thing. Um, oh, so let's say, yeah. And, and then I get pushed away from you. Like I, I get pushed forward. Yeah. I would be further away from you. So, like, if there's a meeting that you're heading towards tomorrow, like, you're moving towards the meeting tomorrow, and it gets pushed forward, gets pushed away from you, 11 o'clock. Whereas, if you believe that you are static, and time is moving through you, if it got pushed forward, it would be getting pushed closer to you. Forward in relation to, like, the I time. I cannot period. wrap my head around option B. Like, I can't. I I maybe can't it's because yeah. I'm, Doesn't like, make any sense. I'm too, like, his historian-brained. Because, like, I think of everything in terms of, like, a timeline. And yeah. So it's like, like we're, we're walking through, through history. Right. So, so something like, gets pushed forward, it gets pushed yeah. to a later time. Yeah. But, That's yeah. so interesting. If you were static and the timeline was moving through you, if it got pushed forward, it's like forward on the conveyor belt that is coming towards you. Therefore, it occurs sooner. That's which is so interesting. Very strange. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. It's like my whole brain itchy. It's, it's a fun question to ask people, especially groups of people, because you generally get, like, 50-50. But it's also a, an example of how people experience time differently. And we need to be precise in our language <laughs> to make sure that we're all on the same page. Like fucking time zones. Oh, God. I missed an interview today because Did you? the person is in Sweden, which is in like a, a different time zone than Atlanta. And so I fucked it all up and put it on the <laughs> calendar for the wrong time. Nailed it. Sorry. I know you like when somebody says, oh, yeah, like Seattle is three hours is like three hours ahead or something like that. It's sort of like, you know, you hear, uh, you know, you can't wear white after Labor Day. It's like, well, it's always after Labor Day. You know, that's OK. The well, only time that is not after Labor Day is Labor Day. Eric, I want you to know there is 
Isn't that a thing? I, I need to like genuinely take a moment. You don't wear white after Labor Day, isn't that no, a thing? No, 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 no. I need you to understand, Eric. I like. Oh, there's no possible way you could have known this. I never told you that story, right? You're not a fucking with me. What, I don't know what story you're talking about. One of like my core memories. What? That was me holding oh, up Oh, I five. thought you were telling me to stop talking. Oh, <laughs> no, I was holding oh. up five minutes to say like, we have I was five left. About to, I was about to be, like, super vulnerable, and you just, like, we held up your hands. We do that every day. I know. I was just like, <laughs> okay. Jesus. I was like, sorry. I guess I'll stop talking. <laughs> no, one of my, like, core fucking memories is me, sc- well, like, screaming at and being screamed at by my mom because we had gotten into a conversation about how you can't wear white after Labor Day. And I kept being like, but it's always after Labor Day. If you look at the calendar, it's a circle. So you're always technically kind of like, and my mom was like, no, that's not how it works. And I was like, but if you look, and we went back and forth and back and forth and got more and more and more and more and more frustrated to the point where she was like, and I was like, and that was Eric. That was the first time when I learned that I did not think the same way that everybody else thought. Oh, I thought you were thinking that you learned that you're smarter than your mom. Oh, no. <laughs> you may oh. have learned that before that. Because, yeah, it's like, well, then the, the question I would have loved to have asked in that circumstance is like, okay, well, how many days after Labor Day is officially not after Labor Day anymore? Because if it's anything more than 364, then it's always after Labor Day. It's like, but like, that was like, because like, that's how I visualize. And it was like, I remember that so deeply. It's just being like, ah, like getting so frustrated. Doesn't make any sense. It's the same way about how like, is Sunday the end of the week or the beginning of the week? Oh, yeah. Because I view Sunday as the beginning of the week. Yeah, me too. And apparently that's not correct. Monday is the beginning of the week and Sunday is the end of the week. And I think that's weird. I don't think that's... True. I mean, but a lot of people think about it because, like, it's but it's like a whole thing. I mean, I, I mean, it totally makes sense, especially since Saturday and Sunday is called the weekend. Like that yeah. makes sense. But like, I think of the week as being bookended by weekend days that just so happen to line up because weeks occur consequently. But, but it's like a whole thing. If you ask people, like, is Sunday the beginning of the week or the end, you will get different answers. Well, if you say that Monday is the beginning of the week, I was fine. I get it. It makes Ow, perfect sense to sorry. think about it that way. But uh, every calendar in the fucking world disagrees with you. No, uh, there's some calendars where they put Saturday and Sunday Well, right, and they're especially March because that's not the default way. You know what I'm I saying? Think, I, think that, I think it depends on where you live. I, I think don't that's know. Also, is there anybody, dear listener, like go a, to your local your local little department store and look at a calendar. What day is it to start okay. with? Okay, as the person who has to check the emails, I am telling you that in other countries, it starts on Monday and it goes until Sunday. Really? So it's like Saturday and Sunday are next to each other. I'm telling you. I guess I never really had a reason like to think about it. It's like non-standardized, but like it's absolutely thing. It's like culturally, it just depends. I guess, well, because it's not like it would change any dates or times or anything like that. It would just change. It just change how you literally like, think, think about, about it. Yeah. yeah well, also at, at school, in, uh, at, when I was at boarding school, did you know I went to boarding school? Um, yeah. Our days would start on Tuesday. Sunday and Monday were our, our our weekend days. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't remember why. Um, but it was weird how quickly my brain started to think that way. Just like, yes, it's Monday, because Monday was a weekend day, you know? It was very strange. But I guess there wasn't a very solid foundation of my understanding of time at the time anyways. <laughs> so it wasn't like it was replacing anything. It was just like, sure, why might as well this. Why not? Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I have any like huge, massive thoughts, but I thought that it was really interesting, especially learning how much research has been done, Yeah, you know, 
Um, and it's so fundamental too. I mean, we talk all the time on, on the podcast um, how much time plays a role in so many different ADHD fuckery things. Yeah. Like fundamentally, they always come back to something about time, about our lack of perce- our lack of perception of time, or our, our, our excuse me, our inaccurate perception of time, or our inability to plan ahead. Like it all has to do with our relationship to time, which I think is really interesting, and also why I think I'm sort of having a hard time talking about it right now because it's like so everywhere you know it's like water to fish it's just like everywhere so how do i talk about it um it's it's a huge topic yeah it really is you know it's is i feel like we didn't think about how much time it was going to take us to have this conversation (laughs) very i was like oh yeah how far we can talk about time well i'm also kind of freaked out today like maybe this is what the podcast should have been about but i didn't realize it until midway through the podcast what but just my ADHD man's just like didn't work today like right now it feels like i forgot to take them but i definitely didn't i remember taking them if you were there when i took them I like did. but like my brain i have the fu- i got the fuzzy brain you know got the fuzzy. it's very strange it's really frustrating but I'm sorry that's just never really happened before Ooh. i have no idea what could have caused that i don't know i don't know eric how long have we been podcasting 29 minutes and 10 seconds wow was that about what you thought no well, what would you have said 12 minutes Really? Yeah, absolutely. I'm. I never. That's why I always ask. That's why I get really nervous now with the short form because I. I always feels like maybe oh. 10, 15 minutes to me. It's. I'm. I'm always at about half. Yeah. Of what I think it is. Yeah. It always. Yeah. For me, it. It's like it's. It's really binary. It's either like it either feels like yeah, like ten minutes or like holy shit, we've been doing this forever. Like it's yeah. not. It's never like yeah, like forty five minutes. It's. It's always like, but we just started. Or when the fuck are we gonna stop? You know? Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's really. That's. <laughs> uh, well, but actually, the answer to that question of when the fuck we're going to stop is right now. But we have to do the Patreon song. Oh, we do. It's Thursday. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening to this very disjointed episode. But uh, hey, this is what Eric is like when his meds don't work. It's weird. It's scary. Right. Hey, guess what? What's up? I love you no matter what. Hey, I love Even you too. Even when your meds don't work. It really does feel like a smoke-filled room. I can I can see like five feet ahead of me and five feet behind me, but like I can only tell where I am based on like context. It's Aww. very strange. I got you. I'll get you through. Thanks. I was going fabulous. <laughs> well, boy, that was an episode that happened. Of all the episodes that we've ever done? Yeah. That was one of them. <laughs> Yes, it was. That's correct. Sure was. That was certainly one of them, Katie. Well, hey, everybody. We have a couple of cool announcements for you before we leave. Uh, First off, uh, Kristen Carter has ADHD, and you probably know because of her super cool hit podcast. I have ADHD podcast. <laughs> it's the name of the is the name it's of the podcast. Is I have literally ADHD. the name of the podcast. Yes, you've seen this podcast if you have ever typed in ADHD to any podcasting it's like platform. The number one podcast. This is the number one, and, and we're very excited to let you know that Chris and Carter is slumming it over here at Infinite Quest, <laughs> and uh, is gonna be is gonna be on. Yeah, so check it out. That episode will be aired this Friday. Oh, that's why I didn't say when it was gonna be because I forgot what we had decided. <laughs> I forgot too, but Friday. I I, Friday. I, I gotta have it done by Friday. It's no no, okay. no no problem. Yeah, so we're gonna be we're gonna have that interview with Chris and Carter. It's a great one. And then I am gonna be on the I Have ADHD podcast. We, we did a little podcast swapsies uh, sometime in February. Uh, we're recording uh, actually tomorrow, so I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, uh, and it's gonna be rad. So yeah, you know, uh, give it a listen on Friday when it drops. 
Uh, also, I had another thing, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, we're not going to Vegas. We already talked about we that. We talked about that. We talked about the website. website. We talked about... I'm really glad that we're doing this live. Yeah, really, We're too. having this little meeting, yeah. this little plan sesh. Yeah, we actually did get five new patrons this we week. We did. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. How did that happen? seamlessly transitioned. What happened? Where did well, they go? What did they do? It looks like these fine five folks uh, just went on over to patreon.com slash infinitequest and clickety-clacked a couple buttons, and now they're members of the Patreon, they're and they're helping us help and support us. Well, you know what that means, Eric? What's that mean? It means that if you sign up to be a Patreon supporter of Infinite Quest, uh, you get your name in a song. Not a lot of people know this about the song, but Eric and I actually spend all week, countless yep. hours, mm-hmm. uh, countless, countless rehearsal. The yeah. studio rental fees mm-hmm. are the largest portion of the. It Infinite is, yeah. Quest it's it's like the it's like the last scene in Amadeus, <laughs> where. <laughs> Do you have it? Do you just, have it? Just so many candles. <laughs> just a weird amount of candles all the time. We have like this little guy that just like comes in uh, with like a stick and just lights our candles for us. Um, so this week <laughs> I'm really sad because all I want to do is just drop like fucking like comfutatis, but I can't because I don't know Comfutatis. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, thanks for, uh, anyway. <laughs> Danielle and Rachel and Robert and William and Jaquan. Thank you for being the Patreon people this week. You're cool. I think you're Danielle cool. and Rachel and Robert. And don't forget William and good Daquan. So nice for you to join us on our Patreon. Ooh. On our Patreon. Now bring it's, it down hard. It's a Patreon song. Just go to patreon.com. Hamilton. 1978. No, that's the. Now we know if you ask me to say any four numbers, any year, that's just the number that will come up. You know, they hit the verse from Hamilton's 1978. That's the one. Nothing even happened that year for me. I don't know. It was six years after my dad graduated high school. 1978. What happened in 1978? Who was president? I'll give somebody a thousand dollars. Carter uh, what was Carter. In, uh, 1978. Was Carter uh, president in 78? Uh, let's see. Or Reagan. Uh, I'm, che- I'm checking, man. Uh, is this is the Camp David Accords happened? First woman astronauts happened. The first solo North Pole expedition. Somebody made an expedition to the North Pole alone? Yeah, dude. Japanese explorer Naomi Yamura became the first person to reach the North Pole in a solo expedition during May. That sounds like the most dangerous thing in the fucking world. Uh, Wow. Yeah. The Garfield comic was was published for the first time. 1978, really? Garfield comic. Wow. Um, uh, Spain got a new constitution. <clears throat> I didn't. That's cool. Okay. There was a teacher strike. Hairstyles um, were just starting they, to become terrible. They stopped making Volkswagen Beetles. Oh, wait. Uh, I mean, I think they started. They started again, again I imagine. Yeah. 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 
uh, I guess that's true. You don't see like a 1980 um, Volkswagen Beetle. That's oh, not a thing. There's in, in true crime podcast news, a uh, serial killer son of Sam was sentenced to life in prison. But uh, what happened to Sam's dad? The Susan that's B. the story Anthony you don't hear. Was invented. Um. Uh. uh oh, I can't say that one on the podcast. That was not so good. <laughs> uh. Thank you so much for being here this week. I really appreciate it. A lot of cool things happened in 1978. Uh, I, I always get the order wrong. Do you want to do the thing? Yeah. I don't know how to say it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's weird-ass Patreon. Oh, and I feel like we didn't say their names enough. Uh, and thank you again, Danielle. <laughs> I'm not wearing my glasses. Uh, Danielle, Rachel, Robert, William, and Daquan. Thank you so much for becoming our patrons of ours. We really appreciate it. Seriously, that is sorry that Eric this... ruined the song this week. After all of that time we spent good. rehearsing, I, w- I watched a really sick, sweet TikTok about a guy breaking down Eminem's verse in the song uh, Godzilla, because uh, apparently he it's it's just massively technically complicated and it's very interesting. So I was just thinking about like beatboxing and stuff. That's, that's, you're weirdly good at beatboxing. <laughs> thanks you're welcome hey everybody thanks for being here from all of us here at infinite quest remember to eat a snack remember to take your meds remember to drink some water remember to be kind to yourself to be kind to others and remember that we love you <laughs> there was no way to end that the worst podcast oh, we've ever made uh, Delete it immediately.